Welcome to Here We Are Bonus Editions. These are little stories to hold you over while I work on curating an amazing season two just for you. That rhymed. I really liked that. Good job. In the process of developing this podcast, I leaned pretty heavily into trying my ideas out just to see if they stuck. One of my first major prototypes was interviewing 13 amazing humans with the same set of questions in hopes of finding ways to connect all of them, which kind of worked. It launched me into another iteration, which led me to another iteration, which led me into what season one ultimately became. There are a lot of stories in these interviews that I absolutely love that I couldn't really fit into categories of previous or upcoming topics. So what better time to feature these stories than in these bonus episodes? For this bonus episode, we're going to tune in to my interview with Adrian. The initial question, if you're going to splurge, what's it going to be on? I'm an omnivore, so it's probably going to be meat. But to give you an idea, I turned the TV on last night and I fired up Netflix and Netflix unveiled Chef's Table Barbecue to me. And I nearly passed out. <laughs> I've watched one episode because there's only four episodes. So I have to eke them out. But I love a good barbecue. It's a South African thing. We call it braai. In, in Britain, people do not understand barbecue. They just don't. <laughs> the worst crime to the process I've ever seen is British people taking something and cooking it in the oven and then finishing it on the barbecue for a few minutes, which if you're going to do that, the other way around makes sense. So leave it on the barbecue for ages and then just finish it in the oven for 10 minutes. But no, this just blew my mind. They have no idea. I'm curious what your definition of barbecue is, because my definition is like Southern Texas, put it on the smoker, long time, finish with barbecue sauce but i know it's not like that everywhere what's your definition of barbecue because it sounds like you're also referring to barbecue as the grill yeah well first of all we're talking about religion now all right (laughs) but the one difference is that there is no dogma (laughs) everything's up for discussion and change and flow i think from when i was about 13 or 14 i sometimes got a sentence to making a dinner on the barbecue and then i discovered i loved it because i had to figure out how to get the fire to start and keep going and once i got that right i started to realize how to treat different pieces of say chicken chicken's actually really tricky to barbecue because depending on the distance you are from the coals different pieces cook at different rates and all these things and i had to figure that out and trying not to burn things. There's the straightforward drilling over warm coals approach. And then obviously things being seasoned and so on. But much later on, I started to play with the idea of smoking things. And my idea of smoking things started really small. I would create a gap between the coals and throw some rosemary and thyme down there. And just let it sit in there and cover things and make sure there's just enough air for things to happen. And then I would start putting joints on the barbecue. So where I come from, you don't put joints on the barbecue. What do you mean by joints? Because in my head, I go right to you're smoking marijuana and you have a joint. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's put it this way. You wouldn't put a leg of lamb on the barbecue. Nobody would do that. And then I started doing that. 
and I realized you obviously have to take longer to do it because if you, if you take a leg of lamb or a shoulder of pork or a, a leg of pork or a duck or a chicken and you stick it on a barbecue, you got to leave it there for some time. And so if the, there's too much heat, it's going to become a fossil and those aren't tasty. So I, I had to learn to manage the time and the, the heat. In fact, there is something that does happen in South Africa, though, uh, which is that they'll take a chicken and can of Guinness and you pour half the can out and it accidentally goes into your mouth and you take the, the can and you stick it into the cavity in the chicken and you stand it up on the barbecue and you cover it and it sweats and if you do it with a smoked beer oh it's even better maybe seven years ago I started to play more with smoking and smoking is where it is I think that's the quintessential experience everything else is just warm-up for smoking when you slice through the meat and you can see the beautiful pink rings and ah, oh. so my appetites dropped as I got older. So I'll make this massive joint and I'll be eating it for days. And what I'll do is I call it upscaling the meal. So it starts off as a piece of something that you have on this day. The second day, it might become a stew. The third day might become a stir fry, but it's infused that smokiness into everything it touches. I've got the most basic idea of a smoker. It's a little rectangular box that you can put your chips in. I've got an American style barbecue. So it's got a coal elevator. The, the British people, when I, they look at this, they sort of think this is like high tech. And I'm like, this is basic. <laughs> this is entry level. This is like, you have this, or you leave, <laughs> you're not even doing anything, you know, might as well just sort of make a hole in the ground. So I have this two-part metal rectangular box and obviously there's holes in it. And I just put wood chips and herbs in there and keep it nicely near the heat, but not over the heat so that it, it can infuse this lovely space. I'm still learning how to use the barbecue I have now. It was a housewarming present my wife bought for me. And it came in 300 parts and within about an hour, she just magic dipped into being, she's incredible. And I sent her a message saying, I'm happy to help you put it together. And, I, and she said, yeah, I'll meet you in the kitchen. So I went downstairs and it was just standing there completely assembled. And I, I could swear I heard angels. It was quite a moment. Mm, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love well-cooked meat. My uncle, who you heard at the beginning of the pizza episode, is a master of the barbecue grill and smoker. I truly aspire to his levels of prowess and skill. I grew up in the Midwest with a dad who comes from a farming background. So when my dad was growing up, farming wasn't as technologically advanced and automated as it is now. It required a lot more manual labor, which meant burning tons of calories. So on the farm, they had five meals a day. And there's a standard three-part meal planning strategy. You've got to have meat, a starch, and a vegetable. I've grown up with that belief my whole life, and I'm just now realizing there are other options for shaping meals. Anyway, all of that to say, I join Adrian in the omnivore category, and I love it when we get to smoke some joints and enjoy it with the crew. After all, food brings everyone to the table, which sparks community which helps create spaces for us all to be seen and known, which I am all about. For those of you who happen to choose the omnivore life, what are some of your favorite meals to make? Tell me all about it. 312-620-0567. Thanks to Adrian for letting me interview you, to Lisa for the logo, and for all y'all. 
because you are listening and keeping this podcast going. If you like what I'm doing, please share this podcast with your friends. And if you want to go a step further and do more, you can join my support tribe on Patreon. For just as little as $2 a month, you can join at the Sassy Squirrel level or upgrade to being an inspired Impala or even a curious caribou and get in on the insider info. Just go to patreon.com slash here we are the podcast. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for here we are the podcast. As always, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds.